0: let's do it
1: all right all right all right we're
0: here for another one
1: as i drink my wine and you drink your bourbon and we're gonna talk about
0: nutrition (laughs) counterintuitive
1: i know it's not i know it's not because we'll get into that exactly um as promised thank you so much for listening into the longest podcast we have ever done last week um but we're super passionate about fitness and we plan
0: on doubling at this podcast.
1: No we're not. So I buckle promise. in. Yeah, buckle in.
0: Get your coffee, do a bump. Let's go. <laughs> Just kidding.
1: <laughs> Woo! Easy. <laughs> so yeah, I mean nutrition. <clears throat> you good there? Yeah. Did you got a frog in your throat? I did. Yeah. Choked on spit. Sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have done that so many times. Josh is like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I just wrong pipe, wrong pipe. That's all. That's all good. So what are you drinking? Mm. That was my first sip. But it's another I swear we're gonna We're
0: going drink through them all.
1: All of the bourbon barreled wines. Um because I just really love them right now. I think I said that last week. But this one tastes a little bit different. Even from last night. But I think last night I was a little drunk, but it...
0: This is supposed to be a podcast about nutrition.
1: Oh, no, I wasn't Not drunk last A-A night. Not your AA meeting. I wasn't drunk last night, I promise. I only had two glasses and then I had this one and I was like, oh, this tastes different. Um,
0: I'll tell you what though, I was a little buzzed. You were. Well, those damn, these bourbon wines are they like... They
1: catch up to you. I know. We're I have good. like a glass and I'm like, ooh, yeah. that's it for me, which is kind of really nice.
0: It ain't your mom's white Ziffindel, I'll tell you that much.
1: Hell no. But this has like nodes of cherry vanilla and you can taste the oak in it.
0: I think they like, um, I read the back of the bottle this one, they let it distill,
1: for ferment,
0: if you will, Yes, it, for two months in the bourbon barrels, the mm-hmm. charred bourbon barrels. Yes. So... Yeah, I took us. let me try let me try it. Yeah. Let me go. Here
1: we go. It's it has a little kick to it. So like if you're new to wine, I don't recommend it. Um
0: see I got the cherry and the vanilla on the back end. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly.
1: It's good. Um it's good stuff. Good. Yeah. But I always a lot for in my nutrition the fun things in life, like wine, and make sure that I'm kind of balancing it out. Because let's be let's be honest here. Wine's natural. It's made use... out of grapes. Jesus made water into wine.
0: Damn right. What?
1: We were not going to curse. Damn, it! a
0: word? I mean... It's a word. It's a word. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a word. <laughs> but I meant like a beaver dam.
1: Yes, got it. Wonderful.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, but I'm going to use this word a lot today. Moderation.
1: Balance.
0: Tomato, tomato, honey
1: well, you like moderation. I like balance. Okay. Because I think of nutrition holistically. I used to think of it as like, I love food. Okay. Don't get me wrong. But I look at food in a different light now where food is fuel for my workouts. So if you didn't listen to the um, fitness fitness for is your life last podcast I almost forgot the title that I named it
0: sorry I didn't even know what it was called
1: (laughs) I know you don't because I just do it um if you didn't listen to that I recommend going back to that one before you listen to this one because it'll make a little bit more sense but I think of all the food that I eat is only fueling me for my workouts so if I eat like shit I'm going to train like shit if I eat I know you have a different philosophy as well but if i eat a little bit cleaner i hate using the word clean mm-hmm. nutritious let's say that nutritious for my workouts i'm gonna kill it even harder at the gym now i'm not saying a home gym i'm not saying that like you have to be on it 24 7 like we got chick-fil-a yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I worked out, like, I, I used that shit meal as fuel for, like, going even harder in my workout. Mm-hmm. Does that kind of make sense? Sure. Okay. Absolutely. Wonderful. So your thoughts on this are a little bit different from what I just said. Yes. Okay. Go.
0: Oh, you want me to get into it?
1: Please. So I look
0: at nutrition. The
1: listeners what they want.
0: What they want to hear, all yes. the wrong facts.
1: No. <laughs> and also, too, this is our opinion. It's right. not, like, set in stone because everybody is different.
0: Right. And when you get into, just like fitness, when you get into, you know, a healthy lifestyle, there's going to be so many different ways.
1: So many different people. That,
0: right. Like, so, you know, opinions are like assholes, right? Everyone's got one. and. You know, you need to just find what really works for you. Killing
1: this no cursing thing.
0: You said shit like I a know. minute ago. So, um, damn. <clears throat> let's just get it out of the way. One, two, no. Three. Oh, okay. Um. So. <laughs> but um.
1: You're making oh. me sweat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Turn the fan up. <clears throat> no, because then they can hear it.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Or the neighbor pressure washing. Oh my goodness gracious. So
1: back to it. But um. Squirrel.
0: Everybody has a different way. That they can eat and work out and some people can get away with eating like complete trash and it doesn't affect them they you know still walk around with a six-pack and they're still able to run you know no problem it just doesn't seem to affect them right metabolisms are different and the way that bodies absorb different nutrients is different Mm -hmm. and then you have other people that as soon as i look at like me i look at a cupcake and it goes right to my ass or my stomach right so i can't i mean
1: i always want a cupcake to go right to my ass
0: is this is that for a different podcast or
1: no, I oh. want to groom my butt. Oh, okay. You know,
0: like that girl, like that woman at um, TJ Maxx.
1: Oh my gosh, I wanted to poke it. It was fake, but that, she had a lot of cupcakes that went right to her butt.
0: That was a dump truck. Let me tell you that. Damn. It
1: went beep 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 beep. No, I'm
0: starting to think it wasn't real. But anyway,
1: it definitely was not.
0: Um, you know, you have to just be aware. And again, this comes back to like even with like bettering yourself you have to be self-aware of what you can and cannot eat yep and then in moderation you can treat yourself to those meals out you know to that dessert to that going for an ice cream run with the kids or you know the alcohol mm-hmm. you just have to do it in moderation and it can't be a habit yep right and so if you think the way that i think is when i work out if i had a cheat meal the night before, Mm -hmm. I think of it as I need to punish myself, and I know you hate this whole concept, but I work out a little bit extra harder, or the next day I will do an extra 20 minutes or half hour of cardio to compensate for the meal that I ate the other night. Now, on on the other hand, a lot of the times from having those extra calories, from extra fats, all that kind of stuff... Mm -hmm. I tend to be fueled a little bit more so I can work out more. It's kind of awkward how, or weird how that correlates. But like you just re- alluded to with when you had Chick-fil-A, you noticed that your workout today was a little bit more bomb because you had that extra calories and you, you had those extra carbs, through hmm. the, all the fries and everything that we ate. Mm-hmm. But it becomes a problem when you eat that way each and every day and you can't offset it with a workout or properly place those types of meals to help you. Yeah. Okay. That's where it kind of gets a little tricky because you can easily slide into the habit of.
1: I'm you know, just going to stop at McDonald's and grab food.
0: Correct. Because it's convenient. You mm-hmm. know, I don't have time to make anything when I get home. You know, kids are hungry. I'm going to stop and get a, you know, a pie. And we're going to have that for dinner or wings or whatever. Right. It's just, mm-hmm. it's it's easy. But if you were to say, okay, every Friday night, is my cheat meal night, and you think about how many meals you eat during the week. Mm-hmm. Like if you're eating four to five meals a day, between protein shakes and your three big yeah. meals and snacks, you know, healthy snacks in between, right? Mm-hmm. You're having what about thirty meals, forty meals a day or a week?
1: I'm not good at math. Okay. Yep. I put so, it in Excel and it does it for me. I don't know.
0: But out of one <laughs> of those, but out of one of those meals, it's yes. your calorie surplus meal. Mm -hmm. But yet you're going to eat that maybe on a friday night because you get to reward yourself You made it through the week Maybe it's the time where you bring the whole family together and it's pizza and a movie night Mm -hmm. You know, you get to enjoy that moment but then Saturday morning, you know, you signed up for a zumba class or saturday morning, you know, I I have this You know 75 minute bike ride ahead of me Mm -hmm. or i'm going to do, you know deadlifts or or Heavy squats legs the next day. So I need to have those extra calories so I can get through the workout, fuel myself.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: Like that's the way that my mind has always worked when it came to these things. And
1: and I believe you should never punish yourself for something you ate. And that comes from a woman's point of view, who, sure. view, who has had eating disorders. So I believe that if you have to do a cheat meal, that's a binge, like hands down. Do we want to be recreating those patterns if it's not healthy? Because then ultimately people go down the path of, oh, well, I binge on Chick-fil-A. All right, my whole weekend, I'm just going to eat like shit because that's kind of the mentality that going into, like, I've already ruined it. I might as well just stay on this track. Okay, I'm with you. As well. And I... I love, like, if you did eat something, like, Chick- Chick-fil-A is not even that bad. Let's, um, let's
0: use, like, In-N-Out Burger. Uh, oh, not not
1: everyone knows. Yeah, In-N-Out isn't Let's just go bad. back
0: to the pizza and wing night with fries. Okay. Everyone's well, got a pizzeria, a local pizzeria or a hoagie shop that they go to.
1: Yes. Or Sub, if you're from no the wrong part of Pennsylvania. If you, if you Pennsylvania, say Sub, we're not
0: friends. Sorry.
1: Go ahead. Carry on. The wrong part of Pennsylvania. Do you you hear that shout out? Ryan. Um, So (laughs) (laughs) if if you did a pizza night, okay, nothing wrong with it, but it's the mindset of it. If you're in the mindset of like, oh, this is just easy, convenient, like I'm just going to pick it up on my way home and it becomes a ritual where you never get back on track. Because you always like you're good Monday through Thursday, and then Friday comes along, and it's just like, well, I'm gonna get a McDonald's breakfast sandwich, and then I'm gonna get the Starbucks, and then I'm gonna get, um, I don't know.
0: You're at work, and you Uber eat some you kind Uber, of fast food, yes. something to your work because you've and to then uh,
1: you go home, and you're like, oh shit, I'm just gonna grab pizza, wings, fries, like just have a junk night. And then the weekend comes and you're like, well, screw it. I screwed up Friday. So now that's like Friday, Saturday, Sunday that you're just like, blah. Yeah. And yeah. then Monday you're like, I'm going to get back on track. Okay. I, want I'm it, with you. I want it to be kind of, and this is what I do with like my clients. Like it's okay to have that one meal like, and have that just know it's not going to fuel you and it's not going to make you feel good. Like there's always going to be a negative connotation with food for people because Mm -hmm. they classify it as good and bad food. And there's literally no, I mean, there is such thing as good and bad, but it's either going to fuel you or it's going to deplete you.
0: So think of every meal that you meal prep, every, every meal that you're on point with your carbs, protein, fats, all that kind of stuff as a step forward. So do we want to break
1: it down? We will.
0: We'll get there. Okay. Think of those as like a step forward. When you go out and have your pizza night, wing night, or you have your couple drinks or whatever, yeah. don't think of it as a negative where it's taking you backwards. Think of it as, okay, I didn't progress today.
1: Yeah. Or think of it as, like you just said, okay, you get pizza, mainly a carb, okay? There's not a lot of protein in that. You get your wings, yeah, they're that's protein, but they're fried, okay? And then you have fries, carbs. So what is your meal actually consisting of? And then how can you use that to then put... I just heard you swallow spit. Sorry? But, um, I do not swallow. <laughs> i just drool over yeah, myself. Yeah, please just drool. <laughs> okay. Um, but how are you going to use that, like, carb-filled night mm-hmm. to then the next morning and then get right back on track? instead like I want people to look at their full plate and go cool this may not be the best meal but I'm gonna have like a side salad with some wings and then some fries and kind of balancing it out maybe there's cheese on your fries and you have you know a fat then so like I want people to kind of look at a plate and go that's good that's good that's good it may not be the best but I'm still hitting the points of a nutritious plate that I should be having.
0: I also look at it too where if you look at your week as like a pie chart and you're eating like 90% of the time dead on, Yeah. you know, like an athlete would or like somebody that's trying to chase a weight loss goal or performance goal in the yes. gym. If you 10% of the time, maybe you do get Starbucks on a Friday. Yeah. Or you do have Treat that-
1: yourself.
0: Right. You're still, look at somebody else who doesn't give a shit about their nutrition, doesn't give a shit about working out or anything like that. What's yeah. their pie chart look like? 10% of activity and 90% of just junk because, yeah. you know, they their activity is literally waking up, walking, and then sitting in front of their computer screen and working all day. And then yep. again, it's just couch life until 10, 11 o'clock at night and then bed.
1: It's a total mindset shift. Like, we talk about mindset so much on this podcast, and we've just been talking talking about exercise and nutrition. But, like, it starts in your mind. And then once you see the full picture, mm-hmm. then the light bulb goes off, like, ding. And automatically, you think, like, okay, like, how is this going to help me with my goals? How is this going to help me with going to that class or cycling my ass off.
0: Or if not anything, maybe that meal or like this bourbon that I'm having or whatever. Yeah. It's not helping me in any nutritious way or any kind of, you know, fitness way. No. But what is it doing? It's bringing me joy. Mm -hmm. I enjoy the taste of bourbon. I enjoy the craft that goes into making it. Yep, And it's a reward that Mm -hmm. I allow myself You know, once a week when we do this podcast and everything, or maybe even Friday Friday night. But But it's a reward that I look at my life as the pie chart that this fits in that 10%.
1: Moderation.
0: Moderation. The balance
1: of your life. Correct. Because you can't be, like, restricting yourself of all of these fun things in your life. Okay. Yep. Do you see where I'm going with this? Like, you cannot restrict, and then all of a sudden boom you go off the freaking deep cave. end
0: you're just going to cave and then and i've seen it so many times
1: yeah and then it's like okay how do i get back on track and then it takes 10 times longer to get back on "quote unquote" track so why don't you live a balanced life like if you want that wine have that wine just balance it out right in your day to day
0: right or a lot for it and just know that okay you know and the other thing i again like the last podcast, yeah. I, keep bring, I keep bringing it back to the world that I know, mm-hmm. bodybuilding. Yeah. Every bodybuilder goes through three months, 12 weeks, 16 weeks of prep for a show, mm-hmm. right? That, they put themselves in a bubble. They have that massive restriction because they know that they have to look a certain way for a show.
1: Yes. As soon as
0: that show is over, what do they do?
1: They, we went to Wendy's.
0: Oh, they binge like a son of a <laughs> bitch. I mean, I'm talking pizzas. <laughs> burgers fries
1: everything that they have cut out on
0: light up the blunt and have a bourbon like you know they just live their life and they kind of ride that out for like a month because what the hell they put their body through for the last three to four months yep they have to allow their body to have that balance and it kind of you know it's actually funny too is oh a lot of bodybuilders after a show right they prep and they look great up on stage yeah but then a day or two afterwards is when they take their magazine photos because after really bi- after binging and having all those surplus calories those fats the sodium mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff they actually look fuller and their bodies respond and rebound better that's when they actually look the biggest and fullest so that's why they take the pictures one or two days after they're a bit like going off the deep end with all their junk Damn. food yep it's a little known secret and what do you think bodybuilders do backstage when they look flat or they don't look full enough or vascular enough pounding candy bars or they're back there eating sushi or Chinese food, trying to get the sodium back in their body. Oh, there's all kinds of tricks that people don't realize.
1: Yeah. Wait, you're telling me that what I see on Instagram isn't real? Oh, is that news to you? I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Cancel me, Fox News. I, this-
1: I love, <laughs> I love when, like, um, fitness influencers on like Instagram post like their meals and bullshit. And I'm like, that is not what the hell you that's eat. That's <laughs> not what you have been eating, but okay. Like, or it's when, I mean, I even did it back in the day. I would like pull away something or not put the dressing on it just yet. Mm-hmm. Like all that kind of stuff. Like what you see is not what you're getting. No.
0: You'd actually be very surprised. <laughs> I've hung out with a lot of people that were just insanely, like the two guys from california oh yeah dude they were just they'd crack a bag of like lay's chips like the big family size yeah and they would just sit there on the couch, gone and i'm like how the hell do you have like a 12 pack and you just ate a bag of barbecue chips yeah bro you know it's just like Mm -hmm. it's because what they do physically their body and here's the other thing like iron man's like i've been following bobby with the iron man
1: stuff yeah
0: he has like three bowls of cereal a night because of how many calories he expends while he trains, that his body needs that nourishment back. Mm -hmm. Whether it's good or bad, it's calories. His body is just starving for the calories.
1: Do you remember when... So back in the day at the y mm-hmm. that i used to teach at they did those indoor yeah. iron man things yes. where you could take all month to do it but i was an insane person and i was like i'm gonna push myself to do it in a week and then the next year i was like i'm gonna push myself to do it in three days i remember going over to a friend's house and I was so exhausted. Like, I literally, like, ate and, like, fell asleep on their couch because I was so, I was working out. Like, if you don't know what an Ironman is, like, please look it up. But, like, I was doing so much in those three days and then my body, like, took a halt. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Yep. I had a glass of wine. I had some, like, sushi or something. And then I, like, passed out. Yep. Because I was like, I can't do this. My body just, like, shut down. Because I wasn't fueling it for what it needed at that time. Correct. And not even realizing it until now I'm more mature and I understand all of the nutritional gaps that I had in my life.
0: Correct. And so, so, okay, that's a great segue. What is nutrition, honey? What should people be conscious oh about what they're putting into their body and what are the simple things that we can just kind of because there are so many influencers and dietitians and all these yes. people out there that will talk about macros and that remember that was a big craze right like what what's it your still is. you can eat whatever you want but you just gotta make sure you're getting your macros bro like all this kind of stuff but well, like i
1: still kind of believe that yeah to, to
0: a point to like a degree right but let's just keep this very simple okay okay what are the things in our life that we you know, look for or try are you to... you quizzing be-
1: me? No.
0: It's pretty simple, honey.
1: Is it? Yeah. Proteins?
0: Okay. And what does that do? So what? let's give some examples of what proteins are and Kay. how does that benefit?
1: So I'll give the examples and you can do the benefits. So protein, like I will do lean ground turkey, tuna. You can do lean beef, salmon, turkey bacon, or real bacon. Um, I don't know. We have turkey burgers. We have... I'm trying to think of anything else. But proteins I are, like chicken a lot.
0: Proteins are normally found in meats.
1: Correct, Or
0: also, if you're a vegetarian, a lot of like beans mm-hmm. and you know, kind of enriched
1: pro- legumes, as you would say.
0: Right. Yes. Now I'm not so, too versed in the whole vegetarian thing because I'm not no. a vegetarian. So
1: I, I love eating meat. Right. I'm never ever ever thought about being a vegetarian i was a pescatarian for a little bit
0: yeah only fish
1: yeah in college i thought i was doing the world good now i know better right okay
0: (laughs) but um so when you have those proteins which are normally found in meats Mm -hmm. okay um proteins are going to help you build muscle mass yes they're going to help you lean out Mm -hmm. and proteins are the normal like the number one source to help you gain that muscle and you know you can also look at like amino acids which are broken down protein chains mm-hmm. for you know it's easy digestion and absorption so
1: you'll find amino acids in what
0: like an amino drink yep you know or um you know a lot of like proteins will have your bigger protein block chains in there yep like your whey protein all that kind of stuff but then they also throw in at some aminos because they're the quick Digestion ones.
1: Yep. If you look at some, I hate them, but like meal replacement shakes and stuff like that, they're loaded up. They'll put a lot of amino acids in it, and then also to they'll put in a lot of protein, like a one to one ratio of protein and complex carbs, but Mm -hmm. also put the aminos in to make sure that you're getting a well versed protein instead of just one singular.
0: Right. And then you can go all the way to the other side is where you have your casein and mm-hmm. that's a slow absorption protein. So a lot of times, like when I was bodybuilding, I would take a casein or, or casein protein drink before bed because that slowly gotcha. absorbs and digests overnight because you're fasting for 10 to 12 hours or whatever you're sleeping, 8 to 10 hours, right? Yeah. And you're not bringing in anything where well, your body's still needing protein to help build that muscle. So you would take a casein protein
1: and Okay, that's slow absorption. And then there's like pea protein as well.
0: Right, which is that vegetarian stuff that I don't know about.
1: <laughs> but I like the pea protein. You'll see a lot of like vegan protein shakes around like pea proteins. Mm-hmm. is because it's lighter on the stomach and it also doesn't have any dairy in it, which I cannot have dairy or gluten or shellfish. So right. like my life is very boring. No, it's not. But um, it's kind of easier on the stomach mm-hmm. compared to whey and casein. Right. So...
0: And then the other thing would be, so you have your proteins, which is if you're looking, what everybody should be consuming proteins. Hands now, down. Now, there's that old rule of thumb, which is very simple to follow. You want one to two grams of protein per body weight and try to take in that daily.
1: Or the way I teach it is you want one gram of protein for every body weight that you want to be
0: targeted body weight so So
1: if if you want to be like 130 you should have 130 grams of protein correct so
0: now also keep in mind no one has ever gotten fat on eating too much protein no no so if you consume over your target of 160 (laughs) grams of protein for the day yeah you're okay yes it's better to overshoot than it is to come under
1: Correct, Amundo.
0: so then carbohydrates this is where a lot of people struggle because there's this really big fat out there right now that everyone has heard about it's called keto and they try to eliminate carbohydrates from the diet yes and whether you you know hey if you're on it and it's working for you great
1: just does not work for me but (laughs) the thing is with keto is you slowly have to come off of it so that way you don't gain anything because if you're cutting out carbs completely increasing your fats To make up for that carb, you have to slowly bring the carbs back in because your body is not going to know what to do and it's going to want to gain weight because it's like, ooh, I haven't had this in forever. Let me store it up because I'm going to need it later because I'm going to cut it out again.
0: Right. So That's the issue. Carbohydrates. Yes. Is Pastas,
1: rice, patatas.
0: Bread. Bread. You know... Actually, in a lot of protein shakes, a protein lot. bars, you know. So carbohydrates, you would want to think of like all oh, your kind of more or less wheat starch products, you know, that kind of stuff. Oats. Oats. Yeah. And carbohydrates give you fuel, so you mm-hmm. want to think of like carbs as when you um, put gas in the tank, it, it's going to give you energy throughout the day. It's going to give you co- uh, cognitive power, like for your mind.
1: Cognitive.
0: That's the word. Uh-huh. Thank you. You're welcome. And it's also going to... You haven't even
1: drank that much either. I know, right? I just
0: can't <laughs> say that word. Um, but Especial. then what Krista and I do is we target our carbohydrate, our high carbohydrate meals mm-hmm. around our workout. Hands because down. that's going to fuel you with energy to get through the workout. Mm-hmm. And then also too, your body's starving for car- carbohydrates to help shuttle that protein to your muscles mm-hmm. after you work out. hmm and so a lot of times when people try to go into this keto diet they'll realize that their brain function seems to slow down or they're just like in this mental fog because your brain relies on carbohydrates to function to make those receptors work yep now your body will change over time and it will convert and you know you start to up your fats with the car with the keto diet mm-hmm. and your body starts to take the fats and use it like it would as a st- stored fuel source but, you know, this is a very sensitive topic because...
1: It's not sensitive to me. I don't... No, we just I don't, don't agree with it. it I don't agree with it. It doesn't
0: work. But, you know, some people it. Swear works by it works for
1: a short amount of time. And there's
0: a time and a place to, you know, eat carbs or not eat carbs or yeah. whatever, right? Like Again,
1: you, fuel your body for your workouts. What's like, your
0: purpose for how you're eating?
1: Yeah. If you want to gain muscle and, like, really hit it hard in the gym and like PR a bunch of stuff PR means personal record I have to say that okay um if you want to do those things you have to be having carbs if you're teaching like me a dance fitness class or high intensity interval training anything like that you need those carbs or cycling You need to be prioritizing your protein and carbs before a workout so you can actually make it through. Like, please do not starve your body of everything because you're quote-unquote punishing it. Yeah. And then you have a workout that is complete shit.
0: And there's actually... Which I think we should actually do a podcast on supplementation after this too. Okay. Because, you know, a lot of people are confused about what all the different supplements and stuff like that are out there and when when to use them. And, you know, they're actually, speaking of carbohydrates, there are carb powders that are in the supplement world that mm-hmm. you use to fuel yourself. Creatine? No. Oh. Creatine is something different.
1: See, I don't even know so honestly
0: but there are a lot of carb powders out there that you will use
1: uh yeah uh-huh
0: in order to fuel you, fuel yourself through a workout is and your a lot tongue numb huh
1: is your tongue numb no
0: talking is just hard oh okay and <laughs> i mean a lot of endurance athletes use carb powders a lot of cyclists runners you know when they're during a Ooh. marathon they do not care about getting protein in at that time they want carbohydrates why carbohydrates are used as an energy source
1: you see them having like mustard packets too Mm -hmm. because of the salts in it
0: well that's so sodiums we're going to touch on that
1: okay okay. so So,
0: carbs are used as energy mm -hmm. now what happens is when you consume too many carbohydrates your body converts carbs carbohydrates into glucose which glucose then turns into fat
1: okay Mm -hmm. that's why the keto craze is the way it is because right. people are like oh i'm gonna cut it out completely
0: right so then i don't have any stored glucose which doesn't turn into any stored fat but the problem is with that is if your body is looking for carbohydrates to fuel, fuel yourself through a workout yeah. and your body doesn't have any of those the yep. next thing your body is going to automatically reach for as a fuel source is protein and muscles. your muscles exactly Yep. so that's why you never see a huge jacked person that's keto because it's Your body just naturally goes lean yes, because now you're dipping into your protein source to fuel yourself instead of having the right amount of carbohydrates to fuel yourself. Mm -hmm. Does that make any sense? It's pretty like that's the basics. It's very simple. Yeah.
1: I don't want to get too knee deep in it because we're not...
0: Right. And you also, you know, if we give away too much free information, you wouldn't have a job.
1: Exactly. (laughs) And then the third (laughs) thing would be fats. Fats. So I think of everyone gets this confused, but peanut butter is a fat. It's not a protein because... When you look at a label, if it has a higher fat content than it has a protein content, it is a fat. Okay? Basic
0: Basic things, basic examples of fats. Peanut butter. Avocado. Avocado. Olive oil. Uh, butter. Mm-hmm. Um, any kind of like coffee creamer. Yep. Any kind of, you know, milk. Cheese. Well, milk is like a, yeah, I would, I would put well, cheese, milk, milk, you know, any is kind a, of.
1: kind of fat.
0: Right. Any kind of dairy product would be a fat.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Just think of like the, I don't even know how to like, I was going to say like the fat of the chicken, but yes, like if you're having wings, like the outside layer is fat and then the inside layer is the actual protein.
0: And honestly, I would consider bacon more of a fat than a protein.
1: Huh. What about turkey bacon though?
0: Well, that's very lean. Because it has
1: the lean protein.
0: Think. Okay. So here's something very basic. Think about when you cook something, all that grease that comes off. Yep. Is that a fat or it's is that fat. going to be a protein? It's a fat. Right. So when you cook normal bacon, pork bacon. Yep. A what... lot
1: of it is just fat. fat. Right. I agree with you.
0: Now, what are the benefits of some, just real basic, what are some benefits of fat?
1: They actually help with brain function, Good. hands down. Um, so they're going to definitely help with like the omegas and everything in your body. Um... <sighs> Why can't I think right now? What other benefits josh
0: well see i came from the bodybuilding world where you didn't really eat that much fats so fats are kind of new to me and i'm starting to really learn the benefits of having fats
1: yeah it's like it really does help with your brain function but it also is lubrication for your joints as well Mm
0: -hmm, the omegas
1: um like omegas are the oils of the world um, but they're to literally supplement, and also, like, it's not protein's gonna be the biggest factor in your pie chart. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be that fistful of protein, okay? Mm-hmm. And then a handful of carbs, and then a thumb size of fat like a quarter size. And it's I... to literally, in my opinion, it's to flavor. Yeah. <laughs> everything that you're eating but also to to really kind of i'm making hand gestures to like intertwine Mm -hmm. everything to kind of make it all work together
0: so think i i think of
1: it's hard to explain in my mind to my here you go
0: here's an example (laughs) i think of fats as this okay very basic and again relating it to cars Mm -hmm. because i'm very simple-minded Fats are going to be like your starting fluid. It's going to be the the thing that you spray in to the car to get that quick ignite and the quick you know energy, mm-hmm. the, the quick absorption. But carbohydrates are going to be like the fuel after it sucks it up from the gas tank to keep you maintained and keep you sustained throughout your workout. Yes. So fats are going to be those quick bursts where you don't want to consume too much of them because it has a purpose, but also too you don't you know. You know You don't want to continually run an engine off a starter fluid. You don't want to run your body continually off of fats. You just want it to be there to hit and that's it.
1: Carbs are the fuel to make you go. The fats help like lubricate your joints Mm -hmm. to do that. Kind Mm -hmm. of like you were saying, like you want to put oil in your car in order for it to run. Right just like you want to put fats into your body. So that way it can protect your organs. It can do all of those things that it needs to do and function.
0: Mm -hmm. And then what are... So we talked about, but also another good... I always love this. A good source of... A food source would be like salmon or tuna because it has that balance of protein, but then also the fats with the omegas and all that that come along with it.
1: Yes. Yep. And I think a lot of people... like. I also struggle with fats because we grew up in a phase of, like, low-fat everything. Right. And, like...
0: Well, you have saturated fats and then, you know, natural fats.
1: And you can go down that rabbit hole, but, like, just think of the oil being put into your car. That's the fats going into your body. Just, like, the fuel going into a car is the carbohydrates. And then the protein is just...
0: Yeah. Like, you don't want the junk bottom barrel engine oil you want the full synthetic high premium Mm -hmm. you know so when you do consume fats you you don't want those saturated fats you want those nice clean like olive oil based natural type fats
1: yes you don't want the you know
0: processed bullshit the
1: processed fast food that Mm. you will get
0: oh so to that you just nailed it is a lot of the fast food tastes so damn good is because because of deep
1: fried in a bunch of all that Garbage. processed
0: fat that's on there, right? Yep. That's the sensation, or or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Set, um,
1: satiation.
0: There it is. That's why fast food tastes so damn good, yep. it's because of the high, high fat content that's mm-hmm. in it.
1: Yep. Sorry, I'm just like looking up some other things too, because I'm like brain farting right now.
0: What are you finding?
1: Um, no, everything that we've kind of said of like the fish, nuts, seeds, avocado. Um, I like olive oil. I wouldn't do any other kind of oil, dairies, eggs. Oh, eggs. You want to talk about eggs? Because the yeah, white eat the
0: whole damn egg, okay, people.
1: <laughs> but that's this is a good point. The um the white portion is the actual protein. The yellow, the yolk, yolk is the fat. But right. you want to eat the whole egg. And eggs are not bad for you. No, when people, I hate when people are like oh, I can't have.
0: Well, because they worry about their cholesterol being high, and they're like, "Oh, the the but yolk has cholesterol." No, that's a different AD, AD, HDL and LDL.
1: It's a good right fat. Correct. There's good fat, like the yolk and the ne- n- needs, <laughs> the nuts and the seeds and the olive oil and stuff like that, and then there's the bad stuff, which is fast all food. of the fast food, Correct. like. That's as simple as I can get yes. at this point.
0: And then the other thing I do want to touch on <clears throat> with this whole thing is when it comes to like hydration.
1: Ooh, Ooh. And I love this because I've been diving into
0: it. Yes. So tell it. me if I'm wrong here, but we also have been brought up in a culture about, like you just said, about low fat and all this kind of stuff. Low right? fat. Low sodium. Mm. So it is actually very important for our bodies to get the correct amount of sodium and also what yes. quality of sodium that we take in. Salt yes. is a very important thing for our bodies because when you sweat and you work out, yep, you have to replenish with the proper electrolytes and also sodium content because mm-hmm. that helps you with your vascularity and it also helps you with your heart health. And there are so many benefits To consuming sodium, Mm -hmm. that we were just told, you know, oh, salt is bad. Well, the quality of salt and also how much salt, yes, that, you know, but a lot of processed foods and a lot, again, back to the fast foods, has tons of salt and sodium in it as well. Next time you like one of these microwave Hungry Man meals, oh my gosh. Take a look at that sodium content, right?
1: It's a lot.
0: And then look at the saturated fats underneath it. Yes. On top of that.
1: (laughs) So, and like, I thought Josh was so. He's like, water is not good enough.
0: It's not. No, no, that's good.
1: It's good. Water is good. You should be drinking half of your body weight in ounces of water. By the way, if you don't know that, but water alone—that's a better way to say it—is not enough. And like, as soon as he said that, I was taking note of my body, like after the fact, and I was like, I'm like not rebounding, rebounding, and like I feel so thirsty (laughs) just depleted what is going on and then if you just sprinkle a little like pink himalayan salt in your water
0: or get a good electrolyte supplement
1: some lemon juice like solid Mm -hmm. or like you said an electrolyte thing i personally love a brand i don't get paid by them it's l m n t so I love them because it's literally salt. Mm-hmm. It's a citrus salt in a little packet and I have it every single day because I know that that's going to help me not only get through my workouts, but also live and get through the day. Yep. I think of like caveman status. What did they eat?
0: Yeah. They licked the salt cave walls because they knew that, Yeah. you know... And plus, it brings flavor to food and things like that. But when you work out and you're dripping sweat and your shirt is completely soaked, yes, that is awesome. You're doing... That's progress. Like that, that is show of work. But you also have to replenish your body of all those yes. things that were lost. Mm-hmm. Because unfortunately, we do sweat out important things, whether oh. we like it or not. But yes. we need to replenish to help our organs, to help digestion, to help absorption, all that kind of stuff. And... So my dad
1: wasn't crazy when he added salt and pepper to literally everything.
0: Well, (laughs) moderation. Back to that. Balance, Balance, guys. Yep. And when is it appropriate? You know, you don't need to be drinking Krista's salt packet drink every ten times a day because oh, it's great. No.
1: Oh, it tastes good. No.
0: No, it actually. I tried one one morning. You did? Yeah. Surprised the shit out of me. I didn't expect it to be that salty. But... It's
1: good. It, it's
0: good, but I wouldn't drink it 10 times a day.
1: Oh, gosh, no. Because like, then you'd be a puffer a fish. Right. Like, there's... Okay. Uh, you have that when you feel depleted. Correct. Like, if you have it 24-7, the sodium is going to deplete. Like, it's going to make you be a puffer fish. Like, when you have a lot of sodium in your hungry man, it's going to make you feel like shit.
0: Yep. Now... Here's a simple example that I'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate to. Oh. Did you ever have Chinese food one night and then the yes. next day you work out and you sweat like buckets and you're just like, you know, you kinda of feel like you just have that extra energy. Yes. It's because Chinese food is loaded with sodium, but it's not And
1: carbohydrates. And
0: carbohydrates. So, you know, you can kinda of do little experiments like that on yourself. Um, but the other thing we didn't touch on too was sugar, Sonny.
1: Oh, you want to talk about sugar? Sugar, newsflash, is not fucking bad for you. I dropped the first F-bomb and I'm fine with it. Because everyone wants to go on this like, no sugar, November. Why the fuck are you doing that? That's bullshit. Please stop with that. Okay? Yes, there's... and But like, when I say that, people go to extremes of oh bananas have sugar in it i'm not gonna have a banana apples have sugar in it i'm not gonna have apples are you dumb
0: it's the healthy type of
1: sugar exactly It's like it's (laughs) you need sugar in your body again to actually function but the bad sugar is what kind of you don't necessarily want in excess don't get me wrong we have our pumpkin spice Cheerios and maybe a cookie. Okay?
0: Wow, just letting all the secrets out.
1: I don't I this is this is my therapy. This is real talk. Real talk.
0: So okay, so I think of it this way. Any kind of like processed sugar, the white sugar, the the yes. stuff that, you know, tastes super sweet, mm-hmm. or like any kind of soft drink. Yes. Like anything like that. Um, that is going to be your bad types of sugar that you want to stay like straight away from but the thing like fruits they naturally have sugar in them no shit but that's good sugar yeah like there's a whole kick out there where you can't have fruit because of the glucose the sugar that's going to kill it. like
1: get the fuck out of here the like, glucose is not going to fucking kill you in a banana or an apple
0: it also has way News more potassium flash. which helps oh my gosh so you know you just Ugh. have to be conscious of th- th- where the source of the sugar is coming from
1: and to kind of like round this out, too, like be conscious of like I only know this because of when I got diagnosed with celiac disease, but like I kept a food log and how it made me feel.
0: That's a very good tip.
1: So, to start doing because everyone is so different. What I eat may not agree with you. And what you eat, most I can tell, it definitely doesn't agree with me because I have too many food allergies, okay? But, like, that's the thing. Log it. How do you feel afterwards?
0: Not to make this podcast any longer, but I'm going to dive into this right now. Whatever. People have already turned us off that they don't like us. so
1: (laughs) You're canceled. Whatever. (laughs) I should have been canceled a a long
0: time ago. Um, We did blood work testing that found out what kind of foods – were beneficial for us or what kind of things we were allergic to
1: i don't even remember my results i do remember
0: okay cool so two of my favorite things i used to love (laughs) i no longer eat because once i put one and one together Mm -hmm. i was like wow there actually is some truth to this so peanut butter my body has a hard time digesting peanut butter every time i would eat you know, peanut butter with a banana, or I would just literally scoop peanut butter out of the jar and eat it by the spoonful because yep. I was trying to get my fats in for the day, mm-hmm. I would feel bloated. My stomach would hurt. And I never like figured it out, and I just kind of chalked it up to eh, whatever, right? Yeah. And the other thing too, guys, this might surprise some people, is I don't eat eggs anymore. Because eggs don't, the whatever the protein or the you know, lip- lipids that are in the eggs, my body has a hard time breaking down. Mm-hmm. So I actually kind of stay away from eggs. And I've been doing that for probably the last six to eight months right now. Damn. And, you know, my stomach isn't bloated. I don't have any kind of like indigestion or stomach problems. And I used yeah. to be the dude that ate like a lot, four of to eggs. six eggs a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Plus egg whites in my protein shake. Like I used to try to, you know, load up on those. Because to me, they were like easy protein to yeah. consume.
1: hmm
0: But... Um, that is also another suggestion for people to do is to do these types of blood work tests that can kind of let you know. like a
1: food...
0: Allergy test.
1: Allergy sensitivity test. Right. It's not going to say like what you're allergic to, but it's going to say like what are you sensitive with. Um, I'm going to be completely honest. I really do not remember mine. You don't? I remember one was egg yolks, and I was like, fuck that. I'm going to keep eating eggs. But now that you said that...
0: I'm just saying. But the right. other
1: one was peanuts and like I don't eat peanut butter anymore.
0: Right. I don't eat peanut butter anymore. What I've switched my nuts to <laughs> <laughs> is <laughs>
1: Yeah nuts.
0: Pistachios.
1: And pistachios are fine. It was like the um not tree nuts. Hmm? Cashews? It was cashews. Cashews you Mainly. Can't eat. Yeah. That you couldn't eat.
0: No, peanut butter was what I couldn't eat
1: oh then mine was cashews then right, right and i was like damn i really like that so of
0: course us our boozy ashes have to go with
1: pistachios three, that are like expensive nut ten dollars a bag for like a handful bullshit but anyway <sighs> can i grow my own pistachio tree probably are pistachios made on trees or are they made in the ground
0: i think they're trees sweetheart i know peanut uh, peanuts are in the ground oh shit anyway are we wrapping this pistachios
1: in trees
0: god now she's googling
1: pistachios do pistachio tree is a long living slow growing tree that reaches the height of 20 to 33 feet
0: but we don't stay in a place long enough to see the tree grow so damn true we'd have to put it in a potted plant and bring it with us
1: Well, I'm going to have a pistachio tree in my next house. We'll
0: we'll plant that next to our money tree. So.
1: All right. So. 50 minutes in. Thank you so much for tuning in again. Oh, we're done. Okay. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say there?
0: No, just, I just want people to realize that you have to have that balance that Krista was saying about when you go into this nutrition world, just like fitness world, everything is different per person correct so there is no right or wrong but there is a baseline that you can start at and then from there manipulate and and work it out to how it fits you and if you
1: don't know how it fits you as a person there are people out there that do coaching um this a
0: shameless plug (laughs) but also it's trial and error
1: It is, and that's what a knowledgeable coach can help you through because some people don't know where to start, unfortunately. I had no clue where to start. Mine was trial and error, lots of courses, and trying to figure it out. Yep. And then you come to the conclusion that, damn, everyone's different, and you just have to have balance in your life and kind of trial and error, as Josh said.
0: And you can't outwork a bad diet. So if you're going to try to get into the fitness world, holy crap. If you try to get into the fitness world, yes, you have to understand that if you have these weight loss goals or if you have these fitness journeys that you want to go down.
1: A physique that you want to see.
0: You have to eat accordingly to how you want to look and be. And you can't be eating McDonald's, you know, seven days a week. Yes. And think you're going to be stepping on stage for something.
1: Correct, Amundo. That's a great way to round all of this out. Thank you, sir. No problem. So much for doing that.
0: I'm done. I got to take a pee.
1: Okay. So on that, thank you for tuning in for this podcast. And hopefully the last one on fitness and this one on nutrition can kind of help you in your journey. Um, if you want more from us, go on the thepeakdrivenllc.com. I just updated some things on there. So- oh,
0: and. She has this bomb.com like, app thing for one on one coaching. Yes, that she's I'm just... really
1: excited about it.
0: So, you know, I just want to plug my wife here because, like, she was working very diligently on that all weekend. And um,
1: I'm tired. And it's... then I have to work again tomorrow. It's
0: pretty badass, people. So, sign <laughs> up for that.
1: So, um, everything's on there. If. You know, there's intake forms um, if we are a good fit for each other to work together. Um, but then there's also the merch on there. Pl- like, again, please. Please. Buy all of it. Because I'm sick of fucking looking at it at this point. Oh, my gosh. I know. I know.
0: I'm looking at it right now. It's pretty dope. <sighs>
1: it is pretty dope. We should frame one at least. Yeah. hmm You're wearing right. one right now. I am. Word. Whee! So thank you so much again go on the peakdrivenllc.com to find out more and
0: thanks for listening for almost an hour. I know. It until by.
1: I know it did. It's fun. All right.
0: We'll talk about supplements next time.
1: Sounds fantabulous. And then we'll talk about
0: steroids on the fourth one. Oh my goodness. Okay,
1: we'll have a <laughs> balanced life. All right, guys. And until next time. Thank you for listening. Later.